Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And welcome to another episode what, no, of Board Game Snobs. Wait, whoa, whoa, I'm your host, Gummy. You didn't even, you didn't, no. What? You always say go, and then I go. Can't change it up. No, you can't Call change it. it up. No, we have a you have rhythm. to mix it up. You have thrown the rhythm off. The rhythm is a dancer. <laughs> what? what? According to Snap, who's Snap? Oh, Snap! You've never heard of Snap? I don't know who. I don't. Were don't, you alive in the nineties? Don't pull across all this pop culture pull stuff across. on me. I don't care about it. I don't uh, care. Sorry, one bit. I'm into Welcome to the dancing. Board Game Style Podcast. This, this is Jerry. Is Gabby. This is Gabby. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> and LinkedIn. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Go. All right. Welcome to the Board Game Styles Podcast. This is Jerry and my co-host, who is the lesser How host, Gobby. How dare you? And this podcast is about board games and the things about board games, but also we And banter. entertainment. And we entertain. We, are we entertainers at heart? Are you not entertained? We're the dancers. That's mixed. <laughs> are you dancer or are you human? No, I'm. I am. Well, that's the question the killers asked, and they're very pivotal song of two thousand and something or other. Did they? What did they ask? The killers? Are you human or are we dancer? That's a weird question. It is a weird question. because it implies that if you dance, you can't be human. But what's more human than dancing? Uh, Who was the first human that said, "If I move in rhythm with this music"? Well, that would be okay. Where's music come from? When when was from music my heart. first invented? Yeah, this is your some, heart wasn't alive. This is a thought. This is a thought experiment for you. Three. What ones. was the Roman national anthem? What did it sound like? We pluribus udum. No. <laughs> Simplify. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, maybe we don't know because we, we lost know. it. We lose music. Like, there, like there's not a lot of... When you think about our history of music, it only Ooh. goes back to a certain length. Well, it's like, I mean, if you go to the Bible, like Psalms was a lot of music. True. The book of Psalms and... Psalms. Uh, Psalms. And you have no idea what the rhythm is. No. But you can read the lyrics. And it's like poetry. So uh, what did they have back then? Harps? Mandolins. Or... Uh, drums? You know they had drums. The skin. Oh, yeah. Percussion's been around for forever. bang on anything. They had a drum line forever. Yes. Boom, boom. There was always skin that could stretch across something. And beat on it. Yeah. And beat on it. I mean, that's the, I mean drums were drums are like when you think of an instrument to keep the beat. Oh, yeah. But then, like, with guitars and pianos and all these things that come about, nowadays... You, you harps. Did, what you, were harps made of? They didn't use them cat string back then, did they? Uh, don't know. That's a good question. What did they that use? That is a good question. Did, well, they had to have something that made the reverberation when they... Ring, what ring. did they use? I don't know. Don't look that up, I'm though. Not, I'm not looking it up okay, right now. We're not worried about that. Which vegetable was considered poisonous in medieval times, but was used by the Romans as an aphrodisiac? I know this. Give me a moment. The artichoke. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Artichoke, you. <laughs> the, the, artichoke is the, best. the artichoke is the best. The artichoke is the best. Uh, Tomato. The pomme d'amour. The, yeah, the love apple. That's what the French called it. 
They called a tomato the, the love, love apple. apple. Yeah, it's like the palma something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. They had a weird name for it. Um, it says being in the I don't know some sort of family as regards to vegetables. But weren't they all kind of like around Italian? It includes deadly nightshades and other poisonous plants. Tomatoes were erroneously thought to be po- poisonous. They're a fruit, though. Well, yeah, because they got seeds in it. Right. Exactly. Instead, the, uh, according to folklore, if you would eat a tomato, its poison would turn your blood into acid. Instead, the colonists used to grow tomatoes purely for decoration. Really? Hmm. Hey, this harkens what back does, to something. What, what is the highest recorded jump by a kangaroo in a single leap? We already talked about Hi- this. No, the highest recorded jump. Highest. Vertical jump. That's what I would take by this. I'll have to ask Troy. But it's, I believe quite mind-boggling. it would be 30 feet. Exactly. What? Exactly. I mean, if they can jump that far forward. You, I would assume they could jump that high vertically. Fun fact, it says here. How'd not they, me. How'd they record that? Oh, they had a tape measure. They get that one. <laughs> what? They just talk him into jumping. Just, just jump up. Female kangaroos can decide their offspring sex. How? I'm how not, do they know that? Just, How do they I know that the female the kangaroo is thinking to herself, I, I want a boy? The, I just reported How the does facts. they know this? They will even delay pregnancy when environmental factors are highly probable to decrease the opportunity of survival of the fetus. <laughs> survival of the fetus. It sounds like the survival of the fittest. <laughs> Oh, that's Isn't interesting. That interesting. Yes, I didn't know that. You're hitting you're, me with a bunch of stuff I don't welcome. know. welcome. Keep it up. What are the two best-selling pop albums of all time? We should be able to get at least one of these. Pop albums? One was Michael Jackson. Exactly. Thank you. Which it, one? Oh, I don't know. Come on. I, I can't think of I'm blanking on his albums right now. I'm sorry. Okay, I will give you them. I will give you a couple of them. At least. Uh You have Bad. You have The Wall, I think. Okay. Uh, thriller. Thriller. Okay, there you go. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Thriller. As soon as I said it, you knew it. Yeah. This was the other ones, Beatles? Nope. Eagles. Oh, yeah. You got Eagles. Their greatest hits, apparently. Which cells are situated only within the nervous system? Cells? You're a, you're a, like brain cells? You're are you talking department? about n- n- like neurons? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Which cells are situated cells. only within the nervous system? I like how I like how you start pouring me Jameson and start asking me these Jeopardy <laughs> questions. Like I don't, as I look at the answers and act like I'm smart. <laughs> you didn't know this basal cell carcinoma. Neurons. I said neurons. I did not hear you say neurons. I'm sorry. I said neurons. I mumbled neurons. Humans have around 100. How many? Billion. Neuron, billion neurons in the in the brain alone. alone. Yeah. That is amazing. So you get your neurons firing. We've hoped that we fired your neurons as we talk about various other things on this podcast. Like I said, this is a podcast about board games. I love Did You Know Stuff and trivia. But it's also about random <laughs> trivia sometimes. Some random trivia. We like to just turn We'd the like mics on, talk about stuff. Gripe about board games. I really like these Glenn Karen glasses. I know. They make you feel sophisticated. I, I cannot help feel that I'm better than people. <laughs> I have I one of these. I'm better than you. Does this make me pompous? It's like, you know, it's like, 
I think that's like a southern thing. We're so used to drinking out of the. Yeah, everybody's drank out of the mason jars. Yeah, mason jar full of Jameson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like you just can't feel. I want to talk about my uh, progression through whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about three quarters of the way through this bottle. Is that what you're talking about, or you like your sure, your, your taste of it? All right, go ahead. No, okay. Right, let me talk about my my uh, progression through alcohol. In my name is Jerry, and I have. Um, I started off hating alcohol. My dad used to drink Coors, regular As Coors. You should regular hate Coors, Coors. Back in the eighties, and I would like taste it. Wow, that's gross. That's nasty. You know, I was a little kid, and I just taste. <laughs> that's it. how you sounded. Yeah. Oh, you should hear my voice when I like. There's some video of me as a thirteen year old, and I was very high pitched. You sound like Elmo from Sesame Street. Yeah. Not not the other street. I, I probably did. I I was very high pitched. Um. So then I started hanging around uh, my friend's brother, my brother, my friend. Oh, my goodness. My wife's brother. <laughs> my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law. You very no, young. as I was married. Oh. So as uh, I liked margaritas. They were sweet. But then he drank. I mean, he drank straight whiskey, straight bourbon, and IPAs. Right. Couldn't stand any of that stuff. But my other friends were into Coors Light. So I started liking Coors Light. They're not your friends. <laughs> I started liking Coors Light. I would drink it. So then uh, years later, I'm in Vermont with my other brother-in-law, and he's into IPAs as well. But I try a Pale Ale. It was the Costco Pale Ale, whatever their name brand is. I want to. It's Kirk Kirk Gibson. <laughs> I don't know. Kirk Gibson. No, he hit the home run for the Dodgers in the World Series. It's not Kirk Gibson. It is the Kirkland's. 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 That's the Costco okay. brand. What's Costco? Think, Go ahead. I think it's the it's the fancy it's the Target of Sam's. I try this pale ale. I'm into it. Then I got start getting IPAs. I'm into it. I drink IPAs for a while. Then I try some mixed drinks. I'm, I I like them okay. Then I get into bourbon. Then I get into scotch, straight. Nothing else in it. I start drinking it straight. Now I'm into Irish whiskey. This Jameson. It's a Black Barrel, it, it is one of the better I've had. McAllen is 12 years, one of the better scotches I've had. Bourbon is all over the map, but it's been a progression. And my liver tells the tell the tale. Well, I will say that as you drink whiskey, your taste buds changed. It does. We went to a uh, a brewery the other day in Dallas. It was a Martin House brewery. And my friend and my wife, DJ... He's been on here before in the RPGs. He loves sours. Like, that's basically all he drinks is sours. Right. Likes that. I don't juice. care for them. I don't care for them. They're all right. They're nasty. Uh, and I was like, I just don't. And, but they had others. Like, they had like a lager and some ale. So like, and they're like, you've been ruined by just drinking straight whiskey and bourbon. I was like, maybe I have. Your taste buds change. Do you think that your taste in board gaming changes as you play a certain oh, type of board games over good and over? grief, yes. I think that used to, when we were first started this podcast, we were very much the idea of being almost like Ameritrash gamers. Like we liked certain, we thought that we liked certain types of games. Like I remember joking one time about how many dungeon crawl games that we had played and we didn't like any of them. And slowly as we played, we realized we were kind of slightly leaning towards being Euro gamers more than anything else. Oh yeah, I think so. And now we've come to find that we 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 have 
distill down what we like. Like there's a certain genres and certain types of games that we know are probably the types that's going to capture our attention. And we have steered away from games that don't necessarily fall into those categories. But we still strike but, out and well, try yeah, other things. And just as soon as I think I have something nailed down, like I feel like we are heavy Euro gamers. Is brass considered a heavy Euro? It's like economical. So, yes, it's Euro. Economical, okay. I, I, I'd say we're into that. Viticulture, maybe not so heavy, but medium. Gatelo Yang, just stuff like this. Orleans, Grand Austria Hotel, we could go on and on. But then, as we discussed last podcast, a Western Legends comes out. That's just rootin' tootin' fun. Rootin' tootin' fun. And I enjoy myself. It's not a game. It's not a style of game we normally play. And we're going to talk about a game that's not normally the style that we generally play. Uh, Talon. Uh, Talon is a GMT game, and for a lack of a better description, it plays like a miniature hexagonal war game, although there are really no miniatures. It's no. all hexagonal. And if you're familiar with like X-Wing a miniatures. A big hexagonal. X-Wing miniatures and Armada, Star Wars Armada, these games of tactical starship combat. That's what Talon is. Talon has been sitting on my shelf for a long time. Hadn't really gotten a chance to play it or punch it or do anything. Of hadn't the, really dug just, into just it. Just hadn't dug into it. And quite frankly, there's a lot that is not appealing about it. It doesn't capture your attention. It has just a. It utilizes a board that's just space. It's just black with some stars on it. <laughs> it I mean, is it's the most just, generic. It's, it's the board most generic board you've ever seen. Uh, it has some quirks with it, like all the ships are these little hexagonal pieces that you ride on with uh, erasable markers, which is kind of nasty because they, you know, how you've got a dry erase marker that you're putting stuff on and mm-hmm. and it has this weird... Oh, it's like nasty. It is. That's kinda, a weird term to use Nasty. There. I don't like... Messy. Messy. Not nasty. That's nasty. nasty. And so there's... Like, there's feces on it. There is a weird... <laughs> what? That is Nasty. Nasty is a weird term to use. Nasty, nasty just dictates that it's something that no, is. Oh, no, messy. All Not right. Nasty. Messy. All right. Thank you, Thank Mr. Suthoris. Lionel Messy. All right. So there is a. What'd you say? What? Suthoris? Thusaurus. <laughs> he's sore because okay. he's been working out. Whatever. So in Talon, you have this weird movement system. Like it's. I want to quote Napoleon Dynamite. Okay, go ahead. Do the chickens have large talons? That was good. Thank you for that. It was well worth the wait. It was well <laughs> yeah, worth the Napoleon wait. Dynamite. I watched it. Thought it was dumb. Oh, I love Napoleon Dynamite. After I watched it, I heard other people quoting it. And when they quoted it, I'm like, that's hilarious. What are you quoting? You have to Napoleon watch Dynamite. I'm like, are you kidding me? I watched that. It's dumb. Watched it again. Loved it. Uh, it is a weird thing to happen. Somebody pointed out uh, on a forum once that the guy who plays Uncle Rico uh-huh. is uh, a vegan. Oh, really? And he's so staunchly vegan that he will not eat meat at all. Like, he's just yeah, completely against it. Most well, vegans are. But, but here's the thing. I'm it, a vegan, but sometimes but, I but eat meat. Here's the thing. In the show, he's often seen eating meat. Like oh, really? He eats like two or three steaks. <laughs> but if you watch the scene closely, he often he will spit it out. Like he, there's a scene where he's on the porch where he throws the pork chop at, uh-huh. at the bike. Yeah, he's sitting there eating a piece of meat, 
and he actually spits it out into his hand and throws it behind him. I mean, you have to watch, rewatch the wow, show. But there's scenes that. where he, he, you always see him chewing, but he never swallows. Like he will not, he will not uh, eat the meat because he just thinks it's uh, nasty. Napoleon Dynamite, like, okay, so. And that's a great film. It is hilarious. It's hilarious. Well, how, how is it though that I watched it the first time and think it's dumb? Well, it's because and you, then enjoy you it have later. to be in a right mood for it. Like, so. like certain things are off-putting. Or maybe I didn't expect know what to expect like i i i have watched nacho libre like a dozen oh, times it is so stupid it is so but stupid. it is still it's it's mildly entertaining oh, and it's okay. lighthearted and it's just the it's the situation as a whole that's funny not so much the individual jokes or the gags in it the, st- the sweat, Jack Black st- is stretchy just, pants Jack yeah Black is it's just, just great it's just great I oh the uh game talent Huh? Yes, that was the game I was talking about oh. before somehow you started talking about Nacho Libre. Libre. Talon is our top ten movies next time. A space combat game where you ride on the ships, the little hexagonal chits that's almost rhymed, and engage in this very not fast paced, but more more on the slow side, very deliberate planning of big ship combat. And it wasn't really a game that I thought we would enjoy. It's it's mainly a two-player game. It has a little campaign that you could play. You buy certain ships and you put them out there and they have different weapons and you're just rolling dice to see if you hit. And each side's ships kind of do different things. One federation. It's basically like a reskin of Star Trek. This actually was based on an old Star Trek game. Uh, and so, like, one side's the Federation, the other side's the Klingons. The Klingon ships can move a little bit faster and turn a little bit quicker. And the Federation's got torpedoes and shoot a little bit harder. It was very interesting to play it with Enrique because he's terrible at these types of games. <laughs> Why? Because he, he can't, he doesn't, he doesn't plan ahead. He plans one move at a time, one move at a time, one move at a time. And so I obliterated him, but he had a good time. Well, snap. And so when we played, it, so I instantly, because I know Gobby's love of X-Wing miniatures, I brought this game over and said, hey, this is quicker to set up, quicker to learn, has a very neat move mechanic that I think really adds to the game, and I think you're going to like it. We set it up, I explained it really quickly, and we started playing. We played for like two hours. We played this <laughs> big this big battle, and but it was awesome. I loved it. Compare, but you you compared it to Armada, yes, Star Wars Armada, and you said that lots of people compared it to Armada, and the fact that you have this big fleet. We played three on three. Mm-hmm. Well, you had four ships at three, four on three. You go to a point system, just like X Wing, and uh, Armada. We played Armada. It was a game I checked out on. I love X Wing Armada to me, while very similar. There's something about it I just it's, didn't like. It's more complicated, and there's more there's more deliberate planning, and oh, increase your shields and I guess. power to your engines. Yeah, this this one had all that, but in in a way I understood and I like. It doesn't seem like it's not a the oh my god the 
What do you call the Power stuff curve. in the game? Power no, curve. the stuff in the game. Like the... Rules? No. The components? It doesn't have miniature... Components. Oh, yes. The components of this game are ridiculous. It's a GMT game. This game is not comprised of components. You, It, it is uh, a big chit. Yes. A... Uh, hexagonal like, like combat commander and you have these little chits this is a big chit and you write on that right you've, you've described this game accurately <laughs> i appreciate your insight into this game not a little chit but a big chit and you write on it with a dry erase marker yes that seems odd it seems weird it seems like that would not be cool but it's it makes it so much simpler. Yeah. So your the info you need is on that big chip. On it is. And so on your on your spaceship spaceship chip, you have your weapons. And if you use your marker and color those weapons in, they're ready to fire. And you can power them up each move or every time your ship gets power. The power up can be very confusing. The 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 impulse of the game is what they call it. So it, the game is played through rounds, and each round is stages is staged through various impulses A through F, and so your ship has three numbers on it that you write in. The first one's the power, the second one's the the engines, and the Please. third one is your turn radius. And so basically, that number is how many times that ship will receive power, how many times it will move, and how quickly it can move again. So if your turn radius is a two, once you turn, you have to wait two turns. Before you can turn again. It's basically how big and lumbering your ship is. How agile it is. Right. The movement of the ship. You just move one space at a time. How often that ship can move. And then the power curve is how much power your ship has. And how often it can charge its shields and weapons. the power! What's that? What is that? You don't know? I'm blanking. Really? Well, what is it? Um, you don't he know. He-Man. Oh, He-Man. Power of Grayskull. No, I have the power. Aren't they making that? They're making They're a remaking lot of action. It will not be with Dolph Lundgren. What happened to him? He's still around. He just made Creed Two. Mm. He played the same character, mm. but his son beat down Creed's son, mm. and then Creed's son. I guess I didn't watch the movie, but I mean, if you go find <laughs> all the Rocky movies, he lost, and then he, he wins. wins. <laughs> I mean, that's literally. Okay, aside from the first Rocky, yeah. where he loses at the end. He's won everyone. And he calls out, Adrian, Adrian. Yeah. Do you consider Sly Stallone a good actor? No. He, he You know that first one was like Oscar nominated. He Now, he wasn't acting. He was playing himself. He just happened to fit that character so Didn't well. Did he write that movie? He may have. It wasn't, I think he did everything. He, he may have. I don't know. But I mean... You can you can have. But it's very good that he wrote that he lost. That's yeah. not typical Stallone. That's not typical. Vin Diesel would never have wrote that. No, Vin Diesel never loses, whether it's by an inch or a mile. I hear, I hear tell. He literally wrote into his contract he cannot lose a fight in the Fast and Furious movies. Really? Him and The Rock not getting along makes me sad. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sad. I don't think you're sincere. I'm so sad to hear. I am. I love Vin Diesel in the Fast and Furious movies. The Rock are getting along. But Slice is alone. I call him Sly as if I'm really like buddy buddy with him. Sylvester, his favorite best movie. Best movie of Sylvester Stallone. What? Uh, He did have that one that was in the '90s. Uh, Throw Mama from the Train. No, no. <clears throat> my mom will shoot. <laughs> that was his worst one ever. I'm talking about the disaster horror film where people were trapped in the tunnel. I believe it was called Daylight. 
Oh, that was a that wow. was actually pretty good. It was really yeah. It was it, it was. Oh. You didn't like that. Oh. No, well, it was one of those <laughs> typical nineties. One of those typical nineties disaster films, well, and it was terrible. a good one. That was boring. No, it wasn't. Instead of daylight, it should have been called boring. No, you just don't like disaster films. No, Rambo, another good movie. I've never watched Rambo. You've never watched Rambo. Never watched Rambo. The first one? I lived with Rambo. <laughs> you know, I meant to get into this. <laughs> this may not be the podcast for it. Okay, go ahead. The, I mean, we're, Are you talking about your dad? If, yeah, and eventually we're going to get back. We're going to get through a review we'll here. through it. Okay. You've mentioned your dad on several occasions. I have. Is he still with us? No, he's dead. You've never you've never said that. Oh, I haven't? I don't think you have. Pretty sure I've said that somewhere. I don't think you have. Okay. If you have, I don't remember. All right. Because we talked about my mama a couple podcasts ago. Right. But we didn't discuss your father. No, I did mention before is that his death was like kind of what propelled me back into board gaming. Okay. Maybe we did. Yeah. Okay. I know he was a military man. Right. It's <laughs> like right. Don't have much else to discuss. I don't know what else. You I, mentioned your dad a lot. Is what I'm saying. Well, it was because he was a very he was a character, and okay. he led a very strange. Was he tough on you? No, he, was, he wasn't. No, no. I mean, people. If I would repeat things that he did, Maybe people would think say, he people was. would think, oh, he's tough. No, right. He was trying to he was trying to make you tough. I see. Right. Did he, you get along with your dad? Yeah. Really. Very enjoyable. Be That's around. good. He's basically he was me. <laughs> he was he was basically me, but he uh, he he was a sniper in Vietnam and then a drill sergeant afterwards. So he was me. So he lived a pretty interesting he was, life. Yeah, he, was, he was he was yeah. Okay. Imagine me with thirty nine confirmed kills. Let's oh. just do that. <laughs> that's all I could. That's all I could say. What was his name? What do you mean his name? What was his name? His first name? Jerry. I'm oh, Junior. Really? Yeah, I'm Junior. Junior. Yeah, I'm Junior. Okay. Yeah, I'm Junior. Sounds like Jerry Senior. Yeah, he was Senior. Jerry Junior has 39 confirmed kills, <laughs> but it's in Talon. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I used to have this running joke about because Dad was always he was one of those that he he could there was a time period where he would liken everything to Nom. Oh, uh, which yeah. it was very, right. but it it became like a running joke between me and my sister because no matter what was going on. What you were talking about, <laughs> he could relate it back to Nom somehow. Oh, sure. So we we had this run joke. We'd be like in the drive through at Dairy Queen. He's like, ah, well, I remember one time in Nom, we had to wait four days at a juggle for a supply drop. And I mean, it was like always it's like nothing well, you've been done is nearly as bad as what he's yeah, been yeah, through. Yeah. So it's like if you griped about something, you can't compete. Like I remember very clearly one time this. A story for which I will not repeat because it was so horrific. But I was talking about being frustrated about having to wait on something. And he was like, I remember one time or we got our line got overrun, got broke the line. We had to go hand hand to hand. It had absolutely nothing with what we were talking about. He told this incredibly scarring, dark, dark story. And that was like my dad. So like all my friends like being around my dad, because at one point in time, he'll just start talking. Yeah, there's this one time. And (laughs) ready for this, for this story of, of like, well, okay. Okay. My favorite, uh, my we dad from had, talent to norm. I don't know how to, <laughs> try to try to, I'm going to hard merge this right hard back. Merges out of but this. My, my dad had a friend that was also in Nom that he was a cook 
And he used to always talk about when he was in Nam, but he didn't act the same way as my dad. And then one day I said something about, so why, you know, what did he do? And he says, oh, he was a cook. And I thought dad was just joking. And then one day I was talking to Gary and I was like, hey, so uh, what did you do in Nam? He says, oh, I was a cook. <laughs> so the best all. And he says, that's why your dad is always talking about my purple heart I got for shell fragments. It's when I was making omelets. And it was this, and, uh, and it was it just this running joke that he was always in Nam, but and he'd always preference it like, yeah, I was just a cook. I was with a, uh, uh, anyways, it just cracked me up. Wow. And he did. He had a culinary arts degree. Wow. And he just, he cooked. I thought, That's he said, well, somebody's got to get the spam. That's yeah. crazy. Oh, I can't, I can't even imagine. <laughs> and here we are playing Talon. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you were pretty distraught when I started blowing up your ships in Yeah, Talon. I was, uh, I was getting, do uh, you recommend, let me say, do you recommend Talon? Um, well, this is your thing. You're like, I can't recommend games that are like, not why are you plagiarizing me <laughs> it, it takes <sighs> here's what i'll say I'll no interrupt. wait you asked me a question i need to answer yeah. i need to form words and thoughts <laughs> that's how you generally do it but go ahead not good if you like x-wing right if you like i mean you would have to say gmt games combat commander to me this is combat commander the way i wish combat commander could be with ground battles, but mm-hmm. I know that's hard to do with a human being. You can't have shields up or power. <laughs> but I really liked this the way this was designed, the power, the shields. It reminded me I had a game and I, I think this is what you said it was based off, but it was it was Star Trek Combat Simulator or something like from way long ago. Yeah. And it had the little bitty chits, and it had these sheets. I mean, there were sheets of every shield has this, and the power of that shield, you had this, and to do that, you had to row these. I mean, it was just super complicated. And I had it when I was like 12 years old. So I was like, whoa, I just like moving the little chits around Mm -hmm. because it was the Enterprise. And I'd make up my own game like rolling dice, and oh, if this is a six, it hits. But that's this game, and it's. I love that. I love that. And there are tactics. You can fly in. You can turn, but you can't turn as you fast as you want to <laughs> yeah, turn. Yeah. And it is. This is. T- this game is what I have wanted from a combat game for a long time, and it is what I envisioned combat games to be in space. Wow. I love X Wing. Yes. We need to play X Wing again. Yes. But to me, this is X-Wing with strategy. This is X-Wing distilled down to what makes X... This is none of the flash but of I X-Wing. I'm about to say, I don't know that the X-Wing can be distilled down. Because like you just turn and shoot an X-Wing. No, this no, 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 has no. more to it than me, to me than X-Wing. This in Talon... So here's, here's my thoughts on it. If you ever wanted to get into a miniatures type game or a game like this, a two player, and it can be played with more players, you can have four players or three players and just divide up the ships. Everyone, but I wouldn't recommend. I that. wouldn't recommend that ever getting into a game that's that's this spaceship tactical type game. There's a great video on YouTube. This guy does a complete rules run through of it, and I mean it's 20 minutes. It's really clear and concise. Go watch it. You'll understand the game completely. Uh, the components aren't great. It's not that flashy. But if you're looking to get into a game like X-Wing, but you don't want to spend a lot of money, like X-Wing is expensive, buying the base set, buying other ships, having a, and having to set it up. This game takes, Talon takes very little time to set up. 
It's very quick to set up. It's very interesting to set up the little scenarios. The rule book is very clear and concise and to the point. It's very quick. And I think it's actually, if I had to recommend it to somebody, if you like X-Wing miniatures, I would say definitely give Talon a try. Because it's something that kind of has that flair to it. If you like Combat Commander, give this a try. If you yeah, if you are in any type of GMT games, give this a try. If you if your group, if you have two, you know, it's a two player game. If you and another person in your group is into these tactical type games and you want to give something a try, you're into sci-fi. Talon, this game's not leaving my collection. I really enjoy it. I think I like this. This is going to be heresy to you. Oh, gosh. I like X-Wing. I, what holds it back to me is I don't like having to set it up. I didn't like having to buy the second edition and having all these ships redone. I don't like the money that you put into it. It's very fun to break out, but we often don't break it out because it's a pain in the butt to set up. <laughs> yes. It's a pain to protect down. It's a pain to remember some of these little rules. And it's it's... I would rather... With all of that, I would almost rather just play Talon. I actually enjoyed the slower pace strategy of knowing when I'm going to power up my shields, knowing I'm, when I'm going to adjust the power curve of my ship to make it go faster or slower, getting my weapons lined out. Talon, to me, was an excellent... It, it, it is it is at the heart of what makes X-Wing good. They've stripped away all the flair and gave you just the base goodness of it. And it's readily accessible. There's actually an expansion that just come out that I'm probably now going to end up buying just because of the fact that I have enjoyed this game so much. And Enrique even understood it. That's that's there's my there's something for Enrique liked it. Enrique understood it. And it was an interesting, uh, interesting game. Really liked it. Talon by GMT Games. T-A-L-O-N like the talons of an, of an eagle i love it bgs approved there it is friends here in november we're going back to bgg we look forward to being there if any of you happen to be going to their bgg in the fall drop us an email let us know also uh what else do we have to look forward to oh we have to get our zyre review out we have to get our review of villagers out imperial we have to get settlers imperial settlers rolling, rolling right. right out uh, detectives i am reviewing detective the detective modern crime game also the new van Ryder kickstarter game detective city of angels right. having that out as well very interesting very interesting indeed uh we played uh well i'm gonna talk about it right now but we played uh a classic through the ages Pillars of the Earth. And Pillars of the Earth. Not through the ages. I'm sorry. <laughs> through the desert. I'm Gabby. This is Jerry. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.